Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Dee Dee. We are the hilarious outcome of opposing brains sharing a mutual desire to share knowledge and positive thinking about hemp and cannabis. We are here to tear down the walls built by Big Pharma and other big companies that seek to keep the human race in fear and divided. We are here to shatter the myths about hemp and cannabis and change the stigma of this amazing plant. Welcome to Hemp and Happiness with the Hemp Queen and Emperor podcast. Join us as we venture into this misunderstood and the unknown. Hey, all you happy hempsters. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, So Matt really doesn't know what I'm going to talk about today. I gave him like a little preview, but I really didn't tell him a lot. So uh, yeah. Over the weekend, I'm just going to dive right into it, Matt. So over the weekend, I was with um, some family members. They came down to spend the weekend with me, and we had a fabulous time. I had so much fun with them. I hadn't hung out with my nephew in probably, gosh, good, going on probably 18 years. So he's all grown up now and is a man, and uh, he made me a really cool. Um, he's a machinist, actually, and made me a really cool thing with our logo, which I will treasure forever. But we did this fun thing. Um, We went down to Castle and Key Distillery in Frankfurt. And it was super cool walking around this place. And I know we're hemp and cannabis, but I'm getting there. Just give me a minute. But they talked about the backstory. And lo and behold, this, uh, the original owner, his name was Taylor. And it was the Taylor Distillery Company way, way back in the like 1900s, like even before Prohibition. And he actually had a rail car that would lead people down to his big castle that he that he built. And it was super neat. Like he, it was almost like going to a sanatorium, like clean, they had windows and everything was clean and his servants were wearing white coats. So it just looked like it was medicinal. And, you know, people are coming there to party their butts off, right, and drink the, his bourbon, is, which is quite comical because, you know, he wanted it to be relaxing and even almost like made this like bathhouse for people to chill out with by the spring because it's by the spring. It's a really neat little tour. I, I actually really enjoyed it. And I am not a drinker at all whatsoever. Um, occasional glass of wine here and there. But those partying days are like college. Um, I don't like the way I feel later when I drink alcohol because... To me, it is poison. Um, but this kind of brings me to, one, how prohibition changed things as far as alcohol goes and how prohibition with cannabis has happened all these years, right? How they've just completely um, destroyed things. But I just wanted to throw out a few fun facts. The amount of deaths from alcohol use in the United States is insane, there's more than 140,000 people that die from excessive alcohol use. Did you know that? Does that include car accidents? Yeah, it does include car accidents, okay. yes. I'm surprised yeah. that's, that's, that almost sounds low. It, well, and that's just one year. Do you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, right. that's just one year. One year. Now, worldwide, guess how many? Five million. Close. Three. Three million people die every year from some sort of alcohol abuse, whether it's through car accidents, whether it's from drinking themselves to death. Um, But yeah, that's a shit ton amount of people that die from this stuff. So why is it legal? (laughs) I mean, why is 
alcohol legal when cannabis is illegal in some states, most states, and most countries it's illegal, and yet no one has truly, truly died from cannabis use. Yeah, well, there's not been a economic interest that alcohol's interfered with. Alcohol's been the economic interest. Exactly. And maintained itself as the economic interest, so that's why. Exactly. I mean, let's... Our listeners, I like to think our listeners are the upper echelon yes. of, of, of the free-thinking public or republic in which we live in. Yes. Um, so I think they know why. Oh, I'm sure they know um, why. But it is pretty ridiculous that that's so out in the open. It is extremely ridiculous. I mean, to pr- I mean, you, you see alcohol commercials all the time. And then you hear people like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sober free now for this many years from alcohol because it was killing me and it was, you know, doing damage to my relationships. Um, you know, alcoholism in general and how much, and how much damage that does to families and just, just in general, mind you. But it was kind of funny how at that, um, castle and key place, I mean, it was all about the party, right? It was all about the party. So when I started kind of thinking about what I wanted to do for this episode. Um, while yes, I give you some of those statistics of the, of the alcohol. I think my next goal, I kind of want my own little, like I want to do a cannabis distillery, <laughs> like do a little tour. I think well, it'd be so much fun. You do a, a, a like a hempery distillery. I know, tour, right? A hempery distillery. You can't distill. I know I can't do cannabis. Tea, cannabis yeah, cannabis. Well, and also you can't mix <sighs> cannabis and alcohol. Well, it's super illegal and it's actually really bad for you. It is really bad for you, but you can do it. I mean, you can do it and you have can. an awesome time. You can. I, uh, I but. you know what though? My own experience. Okay. So one time I, we, I was with some girls, it was a girl's weekend. It was a fun little trip. I mean, we were just hanging out at home, but all the girls came over and I had way too much alcohol and then they're like, Ooh, let's smoke a joint. And I'm like, well, okay, we're all partying. Sure. Why not? I got sicker than a dog. I did not like that. I did not like mixing the two. I was all woozy. It was awful. It was not a good experience for me. So I have never mixed the two since. If I have a glass of wine, then I don't do anything else. Or if I have um, cannabis, then I don't do the wine. Uh I just, I do not like mixing the two at all. It was not, not cool. But you know what it is? I plead the fifth. <laughs> I know. This has all been years later, so I can't no. get myself in trouble. Just talking about myself. You yeah. talk away. I know, right? I'm know. pleading the fifth. You plead the fifth. Go ahead. Actually, you were at my house last week. I know. So you know exactly I what know. I do. Hello. So, you know. <laughs> we hang out outside of work, too, because he has a pool. No. <laughs> Plus, he cooks good food. <laughs> but anyway... Um, but the one thing I was going to, I wanted to bring up is cooking with cannabis. All right. Yeah. So that is super, super fun. And I, I, I want to get into it more because I'd like to make more edibles. I'm not going to, ours will have to be hemp edibles, but still, I mean, there's a lot of benefits. We've talked about this in other shows. Now it will. Yes. That doesn't mean in the future. I know. Be. Right. Well, and because you and I have talked about it, edibles are healthier than smoking. Oh, 100%. 100%. So why not learn how to cook with cannabis? I think it is just fascinating. There are so many things you can do. Like besides, I mean, everybody's heard of, oh, God, I got some brownies from my friend. Y'all be careful with that. You don't know how much cannabis is in that, and it can wreck your day. Yeah. You don't want it to be too much, and then you, you're not enjoying yourselves. Well, and that's the problem with mm. homemade edibles yes. is 
it, even if you're really good, um, it's hard to regulate the milligrams. It is. Like you can in, you know, more of a lab setting. Yes. Um, where you can specifically get a gummy, you know, like our ultra spectrum. Uh, yes. That has a, a very specific blend of cannabinoids mm-hmm. and a very specific blend of comp- compliant THC. Yes. Which, you know, is, is enough. But and they not don't taste too bad. Necessarily recreational. Mm-hmm. So that's the only caveat to edibles. But yes, they're delicious and fun. Yeah. And you have to be really careful to keep them away from children as well. You do. That's, and that's uh, the other thing. Of course. Of you gotta course. Be a free thinking, responsible person. <laughs> you know? Yes, of Child-proof course. container, top shelf. Yes. Oh, uh, for sure. Think, think, think. Okay. But if you go back to cooking with cannabis and how you could make that into a party. I mean, I don't know if, it, if y'all ever watch vice news or vice, the vice channel, they've got like Bon Appetit. They've got so many, um, weed cooking shows on there and it, they're actually, it's pretty neat to watch some of that stuff. Cause it, it's not like you can just do that here in Kentucky per se, um, legally anyway. And it's not like you can make real, real edibles that have all the THC in them. I mean, granted, you can still get a good healthy dose. Do you really from want hemp. that though? I some mean, people do. Yeah. I mean, some yeah. people do. I think some people would much rather do that than drink alcohol. Yes. But even that there's still a, a limit, you know, like there's, I mean, there's as to how much THC you want to consume. Well, yeah. But the good thing about that is, I mean, even if you consume too much THC and you are definitely feeling the effects, it wears off. It does. You know what I eventually. mean? It does. But you're still, it's the same thing as like, oh, why are you taking a shot? Oh, because I want to fast forward to the embarrassing part of the evening. Like, let's not have fun. Like, <laughs> that, those same, are your those drinks, really man. Strong, those are <laughs> yeah. your drinks. My drinks are awesome. <laughs> yeah, and buddy. I, just, I think that. Add some I more ice. That, well, I, I think the, that a, a appropriate preparer of edibles knows how strong they are. Exactly. And I, it I, is a science. I do, it's a science. I, I do believe it as a science. And I think that mm-hmm. if you're sharp, if you can keep your edibles to 20 to 30 milligrams of serving, oh. you're in good shape. Yeah, but I can't even do that much. We all know that I'm a lightweight and it cracks everybody up because I cannot do a lot of THC at once. Well, and again, if, if you're in a, if you're doing this in a legal state, just mm. want to qualify that. Correct. Because we're not advocating any illegal activity. No. Um, and I'm talking about cooking with like hemp products too. Right. Yeah. Right. You yeah. want to know. Yeah, you, you do. You want to know the strength of the of, of what you're well, reducing. And, and not even that. In my research, you you want to know what type it is. It, I mean, what's the terpene profile in it? Mm-hmm. Because if you add something to the butter, if you're making the cannabis butter or the hemp butter, whatever you want to call it, I just mm-hmm. use cannabis in general because it is the form of the plant, right? Mm-hmm. THC levels aside. But you got to know like what the terpene profile is because if you use that cannabis butter and it's like super rich in terpenes, that stuff you make might not taste so good. Right. Because tamp- t- tampons, oh my God, terpene. I don't know where the hell that came from. Sorry. <laughs> Terpenes. <laughs> She says this stuff to customers at the I store. I do not. I do not. Um, but terpenes, <laughs> some of them are really nasty flavored. I mean, it's gross. Like you get too terpene rich of stuff and you're like, well, yeah. and when you're baking with it, you don't want to eat a cookie that tastes like, like ganja ass. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. So. You know, and also um, you, you really have to ask yourself, 
are, are, are you going to leave the byproduct in just the, the, the biomass in the butter or the oil, or are you going to, are you going to filter it out? You, you're, you are supposed to filter it out. Right. But why, if you're making something chocolate based that you're not going to taste, it's the same thing as adding vegetables, it's fiber. And as long as it's na- all naturally grown and doesn't have pesticides, which is another thing you need to be oh, aware of. Oh, you do got to be aware of that. When you're, when, when you're purchasing flour in a legal situation, mm-hmm. you need to know where it's coming from, just like you need to know where your CBD is coming from. For sure. Because uh, if there's pesticides in there, well, yeah, you don't want pesticides. that shit. Yeah. But I think that leaving that in is a nice little bit of fiber in your diet. And if, if, and if it's chocolate, you'll never taste it. It won't taste any different mm. if you do it correctly. Mm. I've tasted some hemp chocolate where it was like the pieces and stuff in it, and it was disgusting. But if it's and finely it's a, and ground, it's a local brand. Yeah, those girls. Yeah, it, it if it's finely ground. I, no, not even finely ground, man. Agree to. Di- we're gonna agree to disagree. I'll get you a piece like of that, it. and you tell me. Oh, you cray cray. You eat some weird shit though too on your diet. So if by weird, you mean delicious and healthy. Mm, I don't know about that. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> moving continue on. Continue with your tail. Moving on. But what I was gonna tell the listeners is that there are some actual like cannabis cooking classes you can take so there's a cannabis training university so i thought that was pretty cool i might have to sign up wow. i might have to sign up so it, it literally goes through the step-by-step of how to create the butter even just even using hemp products right the low thc yeah. products you mm-hmm. can still make the same things with it and make that kind of stuff in it but it's it, it goes through the steps on how to do all of that stuff and i i don't know i think it'd be kind of cool because one day one day Hashtag goals. Um, I would love to have my own um, cannabis store that just does edibles. And I mean fun edibles. I like to bake. I love to bake. And I like to make people happy. And I, I did that over the weekend, too. You, so You know, I bet if flour was legal in Kentucky, Sullivan would be all over that. Oh, for sure. Because they're culinary all up delights. into that culinary, uh, Heck yeah. like d- unique culinary stuff. Mm-hmm. I bet that would happen. Yep. You know, there's, but there's things that like this um, school will teach you, like you want to cook cannabis on low heat. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want things on high heat. It mm-hmm. can just mess, totally mess with the whole profile of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's important. I think that's kind of cool though, that they, this is a, almost like a new industry that's coming about is how to cook with cannabis and, and hemp in general too. Um, but I just, I think it's something that people like and enjoy and, you don't have the hangovers the next day like you would at like a um, like a party party with alcohol. Sure. Well, you know what it, I mean? So cannabis parties, they're they are happening all over and more people are getting involved in it. Now, the one thing you do not want to do is do that. Put it, cannabis in food and not tell the people that are consuming it. Right. That is horribly wrong. Right. And I think that just happened at a wedding not too long ago. I heard the bride and the um, caterer did something like that. And then her guests were like livid. I could not imagine doing something like that. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't too long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, yeah. At, I was at a wedding once with a very rural, uh, moonshine section of, mm-hmm. the, of the wedding party mm-hmm. and the uh the bride requested uh sushi as the meal ew and i i saw this good old boy 
slap on a, a spoonful of wasabi on his plate, like thinking it was some kind of mashed potato or something. Oh, <laughs> Took a spoonful out of it before no. anybody could do anything. And I mean, I'd never seen anything. I'd never seen overalls oh, run so fast. Oh no! Um, that, not not oh, to pick no. on you know people from rural backgrounds that, that that don't have access to sushi, but it was it was very fun, and I could see that. You know, I'm not a sushi fan. So. I know you're not. It's delicious. Nope. You when I can't eat. You'd like all. it if it had ganja on it. Mm, I don't even know about that. <laughs> a ganja roll. That. No, but that's an idea. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nori, we, my ass. We are copywriting all of this so nobody can steal our ideas. <laughs> I'm sure there's someone out there that's replaced Nori with mm. shredded mar- or shredded uh, cannabis leaf. If not, I'm sure somebody has. I mean, I've seen if, things like um, where they even just fry the the actual leaf part to it and eat that. What's There's, your What's what? your favorite? What's edible? my favorite? Oh, chocolates. Really? Yeah, chocolates are cookies. I, those are. I think those are just easy to eat and they taste good. Um, I think. Um, it, and it, you got to make it like a good serving size without a high amount of THC in it. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yeah. can, that's the one thing I don't like about current edibles. Yeah, they're too strong. Yeah. I think the lower THC. You can only have one eighth of a, well, fuck, I want the whole cookie. The, and, and you know the Have prob- you seen me? I need the whole cookie. And and not to pick on the cannabis <laughs> industry, but one problem that they're having is the, the, the really nice flowers. They're making really, really high in THC and mm. really, really low in CBD. That ain't the cannabis of the, of the yesteryears, folks. Well, well but you, there's, hopefully kind of when all this starts to shuffle down, people will realize a, a, a more cannabinoid-rich profile mm-hmm. is healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It's way healthier to consume. Eat, and, yes. and, you know, preferably eaten over and, smoked. Yeah, and not even necessarily eating <clears throat> um, edibles to get high, Really, even for the health benefits of it too, right? I mean, that's which is why I leave the exactly the biomass in for the, for the. I'm telling you, fiber in your diet. You can get fiber in your diet from an apple. You can. Okay. 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 I, I, I don't but know, it's not know. the same kind of fiber. Well, I mean, there's, are you familiar with hemp fibers? And okay? there's tons There's of protein still in it too. I know. I know. I know. I know. And the seeds. Yes, the seeds are very, very, very healthy for you. And I you can add this. those to any, almost anything. Mm-hmm. A good watermelon salad with some hemp seed. I had that. There was actually um, a few years ago, it was part of Sullivan and Farmington. They did a, um, a hemp dinner and uh, John and I actually sponsored it. And it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, that he even used like the hemp extract and some of the oil for the salad. They had this like, he had this like watermelon and hemp seed. It was it was truly a delicious dinner and it was so nutritious because of the hemp that was added into it. I mean, it, it was good. I definitely think that incorporating some of the hemp products and I mean, we even have a, um, um, uh, oh gosh, olive oil and, um, Oh yeah, coconut oil mm-hmm. that has the CBD right in it that you can actually mm-hmm. use for cooking. And I've made some great fried taters out of that coconut oil. I mean, it was really good. So there's just so many different things you can Way do to, to keep it healthy, Dee Dee. I know, right? <laughs> That's my guilty pleasure. I miss. Oh, I can fry this. Fried taters. <laughs> yep, you can fry it. But I, I truly do believe that the more that cannabis becomes legalized throughout the country, that you're going to see more and more edible stores like that pop up. And I think it's um, good to start learning about that kind of stuff now. 
and that way you're doing it right. So do all these recipes involve reducing the the flour or the biomass down to an oil no, or a butter? Most of them are bo- are a butter. Are mm, a butter? Yeah. And then you add the butter to the dish? Yeah. yeah. So are, did you run into any recipes where you just put the flour directly into? I, I, yeah, I did find a couple. Um, but again, I don't think that's the preferred method. Unfortunately, oh, it's I not. agree. Well, and and isn't there something where you uh, am you're going to know this better than me, but where you heat to a very specific temperature because, like you said, yes. boiling it will actually evaporate. It, you know, it doesn't. The it doesn't necessarily the, evaporate, but it alters the chemical compound in it. Right, like the THCA. Yeah, yeah. You want to keep it, I, and and uh, I don't remember the exact amount and for how long, but there are certain um, certain heating points that you do not want to bring cannabis to, right. and that's that's what some of these little schools are pretty good about teaching. And uh, yeah, it'd be it would not surprise me soon that Sullivan would have a class on that. Not at all. I think that would be awesome. That would be. Yeah, for sure. And there you go. I know, right? Uh Hmm. You're on your way. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, I think that you can cook with cannabis and have a good time. And and there's no known deaths from cannabis overdoses. Right. So that's the one thing, like bringing that all back home as to what is legal and what isn't legal and how many people have died from alcohol. And, um, now granted, can you, and we've talked about this before too, can you become addicted to marijuana? I don't know about addiction. Truly. I think you can use too much of it and maybe form a bad habit of it where you don't necessarily need it. And you're just using it to get high and to escape reality. That's always, you can do that with anything, with anything. You can use too much of something if you're using it to escape reality. Yes. Um, but, you know, yes. the, the, the anandamide yes. replacement is, is specific to, to THC. And, sure. and I, I do agree. I, I do agree with that. You know, you, you have to, I think that people should use THC to get them to a place where they can cope. Yeah. They shouldn't use THC to replace coping and, I agree. and escape. I agree. The issue. You have you have to deal with your issues. We have to deal with our issues. Well, of course. But I do think cannabis helps somewhat deal with some of those issues. Oh, I do. And I think, you know. Way healthier than alcohol. I, I was actually listening to a, a guru speak the other day about, and I'm going to tell this story quick. Okay. Um, anandamide in the, in, in, in the brain and, and how proper yoga uh, releases adequate anandamide to get you I to a them very similar state um, of participating in uh, consumption of cannabis. Mm-hmm. But, and, and here's what, what's interesting to me as someone who's, you know, studying meditation and even though I suck at yoga, I enjoy it. Um, until you've had that in, enhanced anandamide experience, mm-hmm. you kind of don't know what you're going for. So it, it's almost like you have to get there if you get there synthetically, not even synthetically, but you you know what the experience should be like. And then it helps your brain map out that the revisitation of that. Well, I'm just saying one time, a few times, I have done like a piece of our CBD little spectrum hemp extract chocolate mm-hmm. and then did yoga and it was fabulous. Did Delta 8 or the, no, the chocolate? No, actually just the CBD chocolate. Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's interesting. No, when I do Delta eight, I just want to, I just want to veg in the couch and and laugh. Well, what's interesting about that to me is that the whole thing with the cortical stimulation and CBD and does that then also help the brain release or, or, Figure out how to release those chemicals because you're releasing those chemicals on your own. You are. But I tell you what, I just felt so much less stressed. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like truly, like I, like I'm not mm, piece at one, you know, piece of one, but, or ohm, whatever it is. Um, But I I don't believe in all that ohm shit. I I know, but I, I truly did feel peaceful and, and I got a good workout in. Do you know what I mean? So right. I, I do a little bit more of the power yoga more so than I do the um, the slow flow type stuff. But yeah. it was it was still it it will it got me out of my head. Well, and that's two different types of yoga. It there's is. The, there's like the workout yoga, and then mm-hmm. there's the yoga for meditation to separate yeah. uh, from the they're mind and the self. And they're know? all good. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They're all. Beneficial. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, I love yoga. I'm such a, I mean, I, I, I don't want to call myself a yogi because it's been a while since I have practiced, but I love yoga and I love the cannabis side with the yoga to it too. But I almost think there should be a delineation between like the power yoga mm, and, then the, and then the, the yogi, uh, Bhagavad Gita yoga, mm-hmm. you, you know, and I, I apologize for the listeners that are probably going to write in and tell me I mispronounced the shit out of that. Um, but there's a difference. There. Well, and there's many different yoga instructors and what they teach and what they, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's yeah. fascinating if we're going down the yoga route. I'm sorry. I we're going down the edible route. <laughs> we were, but, but no, hey. we, I mean, we still are, but, still but are. yeah. But I, I just thought it was kind of cool to, you know, all those parties that they had before prohibition and then how prohibition and this, I call prohibition, how it changed all of that. And then, you know, you had all those speakeasies and then all of a sudden that's kind of what we're seeing in our generation is how cannabis was in a prohibition in prohibition for so long. And now it's just slowly starting to come around and we're trying to end this war on drugs. And I think it's just, it's, it's fascinating to me all these new industries that are coming out of the, the ending of this prohibition era. So I think there's a lot of room for, um, new products on the market, new things, and you just need to be able to be educated about what you're doing. And I think that's where some of these cooking classes, and I mean, even just watching the, um, the vice channels and stuff where they talk about the cooking stuff. I think it's, it's just fascinating because I, I love to feed people. I love to see them happy with food. Um, and I think that was the fun part that we had of our weekend, even though I'm gonna pay for that at the gym this week, but, um, we enjoyed ourselves, you know what I mean? And it, and we just, we, we, we all enjoyed it. And there may have been some THC stuff going on over the weekend, but I mean, all the legal Federally stuff, compliant hemp, of course, always, um, yeah, nothing well, wrong with that. No. And I, and I, and, and I think it was, it's just brings a little bit of fun and fun stuff into whatever it is you're wanting to do. So, yeah. and because people always bring alcohol for the fun, I mean, I see no reason why people can't bring the cannabis for the fun too. So just learn how to do it correctly and don't, um, don't give it to people that don't know that you're giving them that. So yeah. as far as the edibles go, but yeah. Well, and it's the same, we keep, Coming back to the same thing, people need to think for themselves. They do. And and be smart, make good choices. Always. Control. Always. Ask yourself, is this a smart choice? And mm. if the answer is no, 
don't do it. <laughs> right. Learn so, from your mistakes. Always learn from your mistakes, people. But don't live in the past. No, definitely not. I think it's good where where we are going as a country and ending the war on drugs and, and getting cannabis legal and all, hopefully 50 states and federally and all that stuff. So yeah. one, one day I see it being a lot more mainstream. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we at least do have hemp products here in Kentucky and hopefully – we can get that change so we have medical marijuana for the people that truly need that higher THC form of THC. Um, I am glad we at least have the hemp products. So, you know, you can look at it one way in Kentucky and look at it in another. And I'm at least grateful that we have something because, you know, I think that the products that we have are wonderful. Oh, they are. And I I love that. We're coming. I, I mean, it sounds weird, but I love that we're coming in the way we're coming in with edibles mm-hmm. instead of flour because smoking is bad for you. We've already established that in a previous podcast. We have. And mm-hmm. hang on. It's okay. bad for you. I know. You're consuming But people love to smoke. Matt. Yeah. Well people do. Pe- people love to do a lot of things. I know, but people I'm love just heroin. Saying, oh dude, we're not going I, there. I, I, well, I mean, it's bad for the bottom line is smoking's bad for you. I know. Is it as bad as doing heroin? No. Is it bad? Yes. But, are, are you Putting uh, free radicals in your body, cancer-causing tar, yes. But if we're going to call call, no, talk about no. smoking and being illegal, then why the hell are cigarettes still legal? Agreed. Uh, so, 100%. You should have the choice. You but what should I'm have saying the choice. Is, well, what hemp I'm, cigarettes or tobacco cigarettes. And I'm sorry, but hemp cigarettes should be legal. Agreed. Thank but you. Let's. Mm. But on that same subject, we're coming in at edibles. We're coming in... With a allowable amount of THC that isn't over the top, and other cannabinoids, well, which is to my in, in my opinion, I, I I like the idea of an of a of a cannabinoid rich edible over a knock you upside your head THC edible all day long. I completely and one hundred percent agree. And when I'm talking about edibles in general, I'm because we are only a hemp state. I am talking about hemp people. Just so you know, well, I'm not. Well, I know, I but mean, I mean, when it, I'm talking about there the are legal and, states, there are legal states, and we do have people in other states talk, that listen we, to us. I think we're legally allowed to talk about cooking cannabis. I would hope so, uh, as long as we don't actually do it on the show. Well, with, <laughs> yeah, no, with some really good, uh, no. whatever. But but to back up to that whole smoking thing, you know what bugs me about this state though. The fact that anybody can get online and order hemp cigarettes from another state and it'd be delivered right to them. Now, is it legal for them to smoke them? I don't see anything in the KRS that says it is, only if you sell it. So yes. that that's the one thing that pisses me off about that. Yes, but if you get caught smoking one of those. Like, yeah, but it, it's hemp. I understand, but you're still going to have a fight on your hands. It's still going to cost you money. Are you? Yes, and it will be a pain in the ass. I mean, I If you I just, get the wrong cop on the wrong day. Well, yeah, maybe because then he'll say it's marijuana, but I no, mean. Looking, it's a, looking right at, because it's all about the revenue. They're looking to write a ticket. Yes. And you're still going to pay the legal fees. True. You're still going to go to court. True. But it just, it, sometimes I feel like we are still back ass words in this state. Because we are. I know. And but that's a, infuriating but, sometimes. but sometimes that can lead to good things. I know. We, right? We have to be positive. We do. And that and that's what I was saying. <laughs> like we're kind of coming in bass backwards, right? With the with the way yep. and, you know, but now you're on the 
the uh, the, the council mm-hmm. uh, the for the, the committee for medical marijuana, medical cannabis, for medical cannabis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, marijuana's racist word. I it actually says marijuana on the on the thing. Uh, does it's, it say no, cannabis? It says cannabis. Are you sure? Betcha. I'm pretty sure I saw one that Bet. said MMJ. Bet I use MMJ a lot. Okay, well you should stop. Because medical that anac- marijuana, because that acronym an MC says medical cannabis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know medical marijuanabus. Me- me- medical marijuanabus. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was kind of really all I wanted to talk about was that you can have fun with edibles, just like you can have fun with alcohol. Mm-hmm. You just still do have it to be responsibly. Exactly. Jinx. Jinx. Be responsible. Be responsible. Adult for crying out loud. But have Save fun and enjoy trouble. your life. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So and that. It, that was about it. And in the immortal words of Bob Marley, they couldn't tell God it's not legal. Mm, that's true. Mm-hmm. So think on that. That's right. <laughs> Thanks again, everybody, for listening to us. Make sure you follow us on all the socials. We are out there and uh, very loud and proud about um, what we do for a living. And obviously, if you have questions about anything that we talk about in our shows, please reach out to us. But uh, you know the drill, man. Keep it hempy out there. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Hemp and Happiness with the Hemp Queen and Emperor. Keep your mind ever open and expanding. Like, subscribe, review, follow us, all the good stuff. And keep keep it it hempy out there. there.